Howdy there, folks, and welcome to The Random Men, where two experts and nothing talk about everything. It's the end of season one, and we made it. And for all of you who joined us for this ride, from the bottom of our hearts, we thank you. In today's episode, we celebrate our inaugural season from a new location. Talk some hometown history, some hauntings, pop culture cars, and Scooby-fucking-do. You know, usual. So get ready, because today, two random men celebrate season one. ERCOT is sure pissing people off again, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, they are. Here we go again. God. You know, a couple months ago, when the freeze happened, it was understandable. Still pissed off a lot of people. It was kind of an unprecedented thing, though, so... Yeah, we didn't know we were going to freeze. Goddamn, we knew it was going to get hot. Yeah, it's Texas. It's always going to get hot. And everybody two weeks into June that you're going to have to crank up your AC units to try to save energy or we're going to go to a blackout and it's like nope nope no 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 you don't get to do that now no no you knew this was going you like knew. Said, it's texas come on come on it's gonna get hot i've been on this earth almost 40 years all of them in texas ain't no surprise that it's going to hit 100 degrees why is this just now this year becoming an issue yeah yep i agree 100 and i know like a lot of other uh, places in the u.s right now are going through their own uh, heat waves and different things like You're that. You're talking about California, right? Yeah, they were, uh, they were talking about like, I think it was like four or five different states that were all like their, uh, of course, drought, uh, record temperatures, um, some of them like losing uh, hydroelectricity, uh, different things like that. I think they said like Vegas was going to hit record day. It's like, it's Vegas. It's going to hit a record hot day. <laughs> Jeez. It's always hot. And then uh, over like in Florida, they were talking about the sand from the Sahara Desert that's blowing well, across it, you know, every, the it, it happen, Atlantic. Actually, it actually happens fairly often. Um, but yeah, blowing across the Atlantic, so it's blowing into Florida. And then you got, like I said, all the other states on the other side that are dealing with all the heat and everything like that. It's like, wow. <laughs> the apocalypse keeps playing its greatest hits. <laughs> yep, we yep. got sandstorms. We got it so hot. Guess what? Texas power grid ain't going to keep up. Yeah. So, again, it's a rough spell. It was just ballsy. I, I couldn't imagine working for them. If they really do have a blackout, people will die. Yeah. Lots, that's the sad oh, yeah. part. Like, we yeah. sit here and joke about it. Lots of people are going to perish. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I mean, like I so said, we, we do go through this every summer and we, we know it's coming. <sighs> when the freeze happened, you could pile on blankets, start a fire. You know, there's there's nothing you can do for heat, just straight heat in a home. Nope. Elderly. Nope. People, you know, it, it's going to, oh boy, this could get real ugly. Anyway, though, I don't want to become the old man talk about the weather podcast, which is what we seem to do about every four or five episodes. It's like the weather got fucking crazy again. We're like, sure did, brother. You know what? It's relevant (laughs) right now because uh, due to the heat and where we were recording in, we had to change our locations. We are. We are downtown Mineral Wells tonight at the illustrious and decorated Beat Dance Factory. Thank you to Miss Melanie for letting us use your facilities because it was too hot for us to stay at Fort Random. Yes. Yes, we'll have to uh, fix Fort Random. Our our little ten dollar or twelve dollar uh, AC <laughs> unit just wasn't enough. It wasn't gonna hold up. No, no. So now we're in here. It's actually cooled. It's yeah. it's awesome. Uh, we have a nice little space back here. Yep, she set us up well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> we're not in a broom closet. We're in an office. Yeah, exactly. We're almost legit now. Like a couple real boys. <laughs> almost legit. Try to do our best soundproofing, but yeah, it's a 
here tonight. Like I said, thank you to Miss Melanie for letting us use the Beat Dance Factory, mm-hmm. which we had talked about maybe converting downstairs into a recording yeah, studio. Yeah, there's a basement. Well, this is an old building. It was, yeah, it was built in 1893. Yep. And was originally used for them to rent mules out of. <laughs> Back in ro- mule renting days. Mule renting take, days. Take a tour around the town, go up the mountains and the trails and all that for the destination that was Mineral Wells. Yeah. It yeah. will be again. <sighs> yeah, I so. I don't think I ever want to rent a mule. Like, uh, just looking at that, I'm like, nope. I guess. If you, don't you rent them at the Grand Canyon? Just go down the trails? Damn, never plan on going to the Grand Canyon, though. Really? Eh, big hole in the ground. Eh. You don't want to go see every, the grandeur? Every single person I know that has gone to the Grand Canyon has said they walked up to it, looked down, and went, yep, that's a big hole in the ground, and then walked back. And like they were like, that was it. Oh, man. And you know me, like I like going and seeing some cool scenery and going and exploring places, but I just I, that's not one big on my list of things to do. I, I, I don't know. Hmm. Hoover Dam? Yeah, I'd go see Hoover Dam. That'd be cool. You'd rather see the Hoover Dam than the Grand Canyon? Yeah, well, that's like, you know, a, a marvel of, of, like, construction and ingenuity and, you know, that kind of stuff. Like, Grand Canyon just water eroded it over billions of years. Mm. Yeah, I'm going to get a lot so of I'm shit I'm not taking you to the Redwood Forest. <laughs> You'd be like, it's big trees. No, because those, those, that's beautiful to me. I don't know. You don't yeah. like holes? <laughs> <laughs> it's a canyon, man. Yeah, It's man. the canyon. It is, well, yeah. I don't know. There's other other sites I'd rather see. I'd rather see a few other places. Anyway, back to back to this. Once we get into the listening back to this after we record, if we hear like "get out," yes, know that that is not us. That Mm-mm. you might hear some funky shit going on on this one. This uh, podcast might end up having an episode uh, go to some paranormal guys. Actually, yeah. uh, didn't you say that there were the uh, some yes, paranormal? Yes, this building has had. Okay, so it was built in 1893. They rented out the mules out of it, right? Mm-hmm. Then it became the Crazy Water Clothing Depot. So, dress okay. shop, I'm assuming. Yeah. Um, Crazy Water. Again, we're here in Mineral Wells, known for the water. Mm-hmm. All the mineral water, yes. Well, very, yes, very that's... high mineral content in water. I believe very high in lithium. Um, people used to come here for the healing properties of the town. It was a destination town for people to movie stars, uh, gangsters, the upper echelon of society. They would come here and get clean. Mm-hmm. And detox in the mineral baths, and it had um, when the Baker Hotel was built, it was like a resort. They had the first in-ground pool, I believe, that was built in Texas. Yes. In Texas, yes. yes. So everybody from Judy Garland, the Three Stooges, Elvis, uh, Bonnie and Clyde yep. came here, came through here and stayed. Mm-hmm. Um, and this building is actually for for those that don't know about mineral wells. It, it was started because of the crazy water that was the mineral waters, like we said. Uh, but then. Later on, there was a hotel built here called the Baker Hotel. It's still mm-hmm. here. They're actually renovating it. Hopefully, in the near future, it'll be back open again. Um, and then there was also a, a military base. And between those three things, back in those days, Mineral Wells was yeah. the hop, the hopping place, man. It was the place to go. 1900s to the, or 1920s to 1960s. Yeah. This was a hopping town. And People we're came not, here to get clean and to party. Yeah. <laughs> and we're not going to get too much into all the history on Mineral Wells because we do actually plan on doing another episode where we're going to bring somebody in that's going to help us out with a little bit more factual stuff. But just for perspective, the building we're in right now, the Beat Dance Factory's studio is actually right across the street from the Baker Hotel and just a couple of blocks down from the Crazy Water. Yes. There's a tunnel in the basement that leads across to the Baker Hotel. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It's been mostly caved in, I think, from road construction. But 
was uh, after it was the clothing depot. I guess during the time it was the clothing depot. Um, it's where everybody would send their laundry to get done. So hence the underground tunnel to ship it back and forth. Mm-hmm. Then during Prohibition. Yes, fun time. Yeah. It became a speakeasy. So we're recording in an old speakeasy too. Yes. And rumored brothel. Definitely was a bathhouse too. Probably a brothel. If it was a bathhouse back in those days, it was definitely a brothel on the side Special too. Special baths. Yeah, yeah. It's like going to a massage parlor and, you know, yeah. <laughs> get, the, an, get an extra massage. People next door actually showed Melanie and I the light. They had that red light, how you always see in the movies when they flip it on when they're being raided and everybody knows to lock it down, lock mm-hmm. the doors, like don't let them down in the basement. Flip and things stuff. up in the wall. Yeah, everything <laughs> goes <laughs> wacky, wackadoo and starts flipping upside down and doing Sylvester and Tweety shit. Yeah, they showed us they had the light that was the speakeasy warning light. That's cool. So pretty neat. Huh. That said, had some weird things happen in this studio that I have seen personally. You've been here and experienced weird things. I've definitely heard some voices. Very definitely. old buildings. Yes. I was in here one night, we were here, and I hear a bang out of the back room. I go walking back there, there's a picture off the wall. Well, it's probably five feet from the wall. And I go and look at the wire that's hanging the picture up. It's not compromised in any way. I go look at the nail that's in the wall, and it's still up at an angle. Like, it didn't pull out of the drywall and fall down. So something lifted it up and threw it, and then on the back it looked like four greasy fingerprints. Mm. I was like, eh, time to go. This ghost was eating Cheetos first. Yes, he was. (laughs) Eating bacon. I kind of spook. But not to freak anybody out, you know, like if you, if you send your children here. But I remember the first year we were here, there was a little girl and it had a, like, you know, those foam tile ceilings. Mm-hmm. Well, one in the restroom had fallen off and I kept, it was my job to come and fix it. And I didn't because I like to procrastinate. You were the handyman who wasn't I very was handy. I was the handyman who was not handy at all. Hmm. One of the little girls comes up to my wife, and a, there's a hole that leads up into the attic from where the tile fell down, right? Mm-hmm. She's probably four years old. She comes up and says, Miss Melanie, there's a lady up there. Oh. That'll send shivers down your spine. And then another time, one of the dancers came up and said, there's a man back there who won't stop talking to me speaking Spanish. What? Okay. okay. So, of course, she goes back there and looks. Nobody there. And she's like, "Where? oh, well, he just, he's talking to me, like, through the wall. Like, What? <laughs> And from what we can trace back in the history of it, apparently there was Portuguese that were here when they were building the baker that would work on it. Oh, it would help build it? So, yeah. And I mean, you know, the baker's always on one of the top 20 lists of the most haunted places in Texas. And, you know, top list of haunted hotels in the United States. But yeah, we'd come in all the time and find her office chair is across the room. (laughs) Radio turn on and off. Just that kind of, yeah, no, you know, I, I didn't really I've subscribe say, to ghosts before this and would think, oh yeah, you know, they're fun to believe in. I've been in here by myself when I've got uncomfortable enough that I had to leave. Yeah, I know they talked about uh, lots of times when they're rehearsing and stuff that the, you know, the radio will just cut out for no reason. Yeah. It'll change it to a different song. Yeah. They love, is it Prince? <laughs> <laughs> Something they keep changing it to. But yeah, so there's a lady up there. That's scary. He's talking to me back there. Picture on the wall. And then when we were playing in the band, do you remember when we came up here to um, rehearse one night and ended up having to pack up and leave because the amps were making such Everything odd getting... sounds, squelches. It sounded like it, voices were coming out yeah, of them. it wasn't like, even no like shit. a feedback or anything. It was just like just odd it sounds like, that all four of us were like, I've never heard this yeah, sound come out of what an I'm amp. Hearing? Like that's what, what is like, I remember you started at first and you were like, did I like blow a speaker and didn't realize like, 
And we're all sitting there like, no, man. And then mine started doing it. And then the other guys, there started, like, going funky. And, like I said, it wasn't anything like a feedback. It was, like, just some weird sounds. Um, didn't you say that uh, that some paranormal investigators? Yeah, I think this was a couple years ago, but it was the uh, Tarrant County Ghost Hunters, I believe was the name of the, the paranormal investigation team. And they come in and stayed the night and caught some... <laughs> caught some really weird stuff that they showed us the next day that was um in the hallway there was repeated photographs of one part of the hallway that it looked like smoke like smoke from a cigarette mm-hmm. and they're like we'd come take a photo go away do some EM- evps and stuff like that and, and look around uh with other equipment and come back take another photograph the same smoke looked like it was there we we're like what does that mean in there they broke it down into the psycho babble that Apparently that's how portals look. <laughs> oh, so we're in a, a dance we're studio a, slash brothel slash speakeasy slash dress shop dress shop slash portal. Uh, we're in a Ouija board. Hmm. And the lights are flickering while we're talking. Yes, to they each are other. actually literally so flickering right like, now. It's kind of. I don't know if I want to listen to this when you go back and. <laughs> you don't. I'm the one that does all the editing. I'm the one that's gonna be sitting like one in the morning and you're listening to us talking and then you're nope. just hearing stuff in the nope. background. I'm gonna be doing it in the middle of the day with all the lights on. <laughs> yeah, with my so, teddy bear. <laughs> there's been a bunch. She's let the girls, uh, you know, the teenagers and stuff, if they want to stay up here as long as they have a chaperone and have slumber parties, because mm-hmm. everybody knows that this place has got some some mojo going on. And they always have a blast, but usually they'll leave by like one or two in the morning. They can't like, do no, it. Everybody no. heads back home. Hmm. And it's hmm. nothing creepy about it during the day. But for some reason at night, just being in a building that old, this old, it's got a vibe, a vibration to it, you know? And definitely, y'all get sent up here all the time to come grab stuff late at night. And she's like, oh, you know, it's 10, 11 at night. She's like, will you run back up there and grab me this? And I'm like... Myself. I'm a grown-ass man who's not scared to walk in the woods alone <laughs> when I'm hunting. And I'll come in here and be like, run to the back and flip on the lights and grab whatever, run back up to the front. And I'm like, oh, man. Oh, I got in my own head. I got in my own head. Yeah, you feel like, you ever had that feeling like something's behind you? Yeah. I'm just reaching for, you know, and you're like, yeah, I don't want to turn around. It feels cold. Like, like I don't want to turn around because then I'll see it. And then I'll see it and then there. I will die. Mm-hmm. I've seen scary movies. I've seen I, know how they work. I don't want to go in there. I know how it works. We had a conversation about that on another one where I was like, you though no, you brought it up that I'm not gonna go look. Yeah, I'm not gonna go look. I see how guys Why? die in I, horror I've, movies. I've seen horror movies. I know I how they work. The, I'm not gonna go check it out. Right now we hear a bump from back there. Neither one of us are getting up from the table. Nope. I think I'll take a ear one headphone off of my ear so I can hear better. Yeah. I'm definitely not going checking it out. Nope. I'll say, Hey nope. dude, go. I'm gonna go warm the car up. <laughs> Leave the equipment. We don't need it. Leave the equipment. We don't need it. <laughs> we'll get it later. <laughs> Ooh, imagine just leaving it running all night. Oh, no, 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 on no. record all night. Oh. <laughs> Come back Just and... white noise audio. Help us. No. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. God is in his holy temple. <laughs> so now you got me rethinking being in here recording. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. I was all happy because hey, it's nice and cool be in here. here. In the summertime recording, we got we got to settle in. What if it was an old castle? We'd be cool. People would be like, "You'll get to record in an old castle." We're not in an old castle, but we're in an old haunted dance studio. Yeah, true, true. And that's cool too. Like I said, that also used to be a million other things. My wife's hardcore because she'll come up here by herself, and I'm like, How? <laughs> "She's like, I don't. It doesn't bother me anymore." You know, I was kind of wondered that, like. uh this is going to sound off the wall, so just bear with me for a second. But it's like, 
watching Scooby-Doo. I'm like, how many times are you guys still going to be scared of it? Like, I it's mean, it's never it's, been a ghost. It's, it's most likely, like 99% of the time, it hasn't it hasn't been a ghost. It's actually been a, a person. It's just a psychopath that wants to redirect the town's water. Why every time are you like, yeah, like, it's like, ghost. Like, no, it's not. It's old man Frederick. <laughs> or dressing like a swamp monster janet the you know the intern or something like that like it's never been a it's not a ghost it's never been a real but ghost. every time you see one you freaked out it's like why because <laughs> shaggy and scooby are high that's very true and that causes paranoia you don't eat that much without getting a pound unless you're doing something shag and scoob were into edibles before edibles were a thing true scooby snacks come on zoink scoob like, come on, Scoob. I'm okay, Reggie. I think we've already, uh, I think we've talked about not ever doing voiceovers again. <laughs> I think we should, man. I think we should refine the Terrible. art and just do it and go do voiceover work. We've already got the equipment. Yeah. We talk funny anyway. Like, come on. <laughs> so voiceovers, we're going to come up with our own voices. Does this cartoon need two redneck guys? <laughs> uh, two guys just ramble on t- uh, Freaking Tucker and Dale, the animated series. Oh, <laughs> Oh, yeah. That would be hilarious. And pitch. Hey, there Boom. you go. Boom. If anybody out there is listening that has ties. If anybody's doing a Tucker and Dale <laughs> animated series and you need... Two idiots. I can to... sound like Alan Tudyk. Why not? I can learn for the right price. This is true. Mm-hmm. This is true. Didn't you have a friend that was going to go out for voiceover work that wanted to do that? That was in theater with you? Yeah, uh, I but I, I honestly don't know if he ever actually got around to doing it. I I know he kind of looked into it a little bit, but uh, I don't know if he really ever got around to it. He had one of those voices that was yeah, just naturally all booming. kinds, all kinds of different sounds. And what was cool because he could do all kinds of different uh, voices, but he also remember uh, he also reminded me. Do you remember the guy from Police Academy? <laughs> yes, doing all the different sound effects, Michael, Spaceballs, uh Michael Winslow. Does that sound correct? That sounds right. I think that might be correct. But, uh, yeah, that's how he was. And he could do all these different sounds and all this cool crap. And everybody always told him, like, dude, you need to be, like, a voice actor. And, uh, you know, I've always... I was right, Michael Winslow. There you go. Good job. You <laughs> yeah, know? Look at that. And I always thought it would be really cool. Like, I, I, I mean, you can do a, a few here and there and do some funny stuff. But I've also had people tell me that they're like, oh, your voice is, like, perfect for, like, radio or something like that. Which I don't see it. I, or I don't hear it. I, whatever. But I've been told that before. It's funny but... you say that. Like, yeah, I'm saying like again. Like, like, like. Slipping into bad habits. Yeah. So this is the end episode of season one. Correct. We will be back shortly to start season two. Mm-hmm. But this will be the last episode of the first uh, inaugural season of The Random Men. Yes. Learned a lot of things during this first season. One of which was in the beginning it was really hard to get away from trying to do that radio voice mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. where you were trying too much and you, you, you're you're talking not like yourself yeah trying to be too clear and concise mm-hmm. and the first time you really have a microphone like we've had sung into microphones before on stage performances but this kind of back and forth radio interview style where you really want to get into speaking clear and concise and delivery like this and you kind of sound like some 50s stereotype of a radio host and uh-huh. going back when we listened to it I, ugh, I hate to use the word cringe because it's way overused but it, it was kind of cringy well we we took a 
I mean, I don't know how many times that we do our test runs, quote unquote, <laughs> where we just kind of set up and just go through it and then we'd record 10 or 15 minutes. Of, and, it, you know, it was silly because, yes, we have done the stuff with the music, you know, all these years. And so we were both comfortable with the microphone. I say that as I bumped the mic. Um, say, you know, that we're I was we're talking about being clear and concise and stumbled over my words. So <laughs> it all falls apart in the end. It just went to shit. Well, you know what? It was a lot better when we had an instrument behind it. And we're like, oh, it's you're not going to hear that scrub. You hide just... behind that instrument. Yes, you do. It's a security blanket. People yes. ask me, they'll find it. Oh, you used to be a singer in a band? I'm like, yeah. Sing something for me. Dance clown. You know? And I'm like, no. <laughs> we'll just sing something. I'm like, we're in the middle of a hotel lobby. No, I'm not going like, to bust out into a song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, who does that? <laughs> Get on your tricycle, monkey. We want to see what you can do. I'm like, no. And I'm not a great singer, Jump so... Jump with a roar. Jump with a roar. <laughs> yeah. So I would definitely use the guitar as a crutch. It'd have For to be sure, a man. <laughs> For sure. But yeah, so then doing this... Yeah, it was, it was a, a new... A whole new thing. Definitely a, a learning curve. Like, Wow, so much little stuff it like... Took, you can go back and listen to the first couple of episodes and tell that we really had to settle into just having our normal conversation back and forth and not worrying about having a microphone in front of you. Yeah. That was the hardest thing to get used to. Other, yeah. On my end. You doing all the IT stuff. Yes. Figuring out I had never sound really, editing I, I, I and mean, I'd, I'd helped, uh, levels and I'd everything helped. you do on that side of the table, man, I commend you. Well, like, thank I, you. Thank I, you. I mean, you do a I, fantastic job. I had helped... Uh, you know, Kale that you know ran our sound for us. You know, for all the years playing music and everything. And Randall, um, you know, those guys, they did the sound. I helped them a little bit. Like I kind of picked up a few things here and there. But like doing this was something totally different. Like I had to go through and totally relearn or learn um, how to do this whole editing system, recording software, yeah, recording the recording software. You know, picking out the laptop for it, doing all that kind of stuff. You know all the technical stuff that again it's kind of like the back to the band thing everybody sees a band up there playing and they go oh look these four or five guys are just up here playing music and having fun it's like yeah you don't know about the six months prep that we put into getting this tight and going to get our instruments and learning all this stuff and everything like that starting and stopping a song yeah a hundred times just to get a breakdown right mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah and this this was kind of the same thing like having to learn all this stuff and is fun i've had a blast doing it with you uh but yeah, I'm I'm really happy with the way it's going, and yes, I can't wait for season two. Season two is going to be fun. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We got a lot of big things. I think we talked about in the last episode, uh, a lot of things that we want to do, that we want to bring in some new tricks. Yeah. Looking forward to having people on mm-hmm. that we can banter back and forth with. That's going to be pretty neat. Mm-hmm. And for a little podcast out of a small town in Texas, we've got a lot of great feedback from people. Well, and you know... They seem to be enjoying it, so that's... Thank all of y'all out there, because, hey. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, you think about it, we kind of started this because of when the pandemic was happening, and you couldn't go out, you couldn't really go do anything. It was just getting to that point where it was like, it was kind of okay to go see people and be mm-hmm. around, you know, a person, you know? And that's why, like, I'd come down to the house and just be me and you in the garage, nobody else, we weren't around anyone, I didn't go inside around the kids or anything like that. Because we were like, hey, we can't play music. We can't do anything like that. Can't go out and do anything. Why don't we just do this? And I think a lot of people, I know a lot of people have started podcasts during this time. Oh, um, yeah. The influx has been wacky. And, you know, good good for them. You know, I, we actually have a couple of friends of ours, you know, that have started their own podcast. Uh, my buddy Wes uh, with the, the Midnight Cinephile, if you haven't checked it out. That one's a pretty cool one. Former bandmate of mine, good friend. I think it's been a pretty cool outlet for a lot of people. And, of course, me and you... We, 
we like to just sit around and just bullshit with each other anyway. <laughs> so this was kind of, all we really changed was we put a microphone in front of us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We've been sitting for years. We talked about doing this probably five years ago. Oh, yeah. When I, we would come down to each other's house on Wednesday nights. I'd come down and see you. You'd come down and see me. We'd sit on the back porch and have beers, sit out in the doghouse and have a couple beers. And we would get into usually nerd talk random, or something. Yeah, but, nerd talk. Know, whatever. And, and we'd at the end of it go, I wonder if that would be a good podcast topic, if anybody would that. enjoy that. So everything that we say on here is natural conversations that we would have anyway. Well, and, and just inviting other people in to say, maybe you found some like-minded dudes that think the same way you do. Yeah, uh, actually, I have to throw some props out to some of the guys I work with that uh, they come they come up to me and talk to me about it. And they'll be like, hey, man, you know, listen to the episode. And they'll be like, that was really cool. I really like this. But, oh, man, you should have brought up this. I'm like, thanks. That's the feedback we want. That's like, it. Okay, cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm learning. I, I got a good buddy of mine, uh, Josh, that comes up to me all the time and tells me stuff that he's like, hey, man, I really dug this. But did you guys ever think about, yeah. And I'm like, no, I didn't. No. But next time. Put it in the notes. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the kind of stuff like, you know, we're still working on getting all of our tech savvy stuff going and getting to where we can have more comments uh you know get out there a little bit more but i think this has been really cool it's been fun and i get to hang out with my buddy once a week and shoot the shit and give people some entertainment Mm -hmm. that seems to be received very well from everything that we've gotten feedback wise everybody seems to really enjoy it and that's I'm sure there are some Fantastic. people out there sitting there going, these guys are two idiots. Like, no. <laughs> Please take the well, mic Guess what? You're listening right now, guess aren't what? you? Yep. That means you listen to it at least once. Ha ha. We win. <laughs> He's not for you. No soup for you. Hey, if nothing else, the one cool thing about the random men is, I guess it's kind of that old, what's that old cliche, that old thing about, uh, it's kind of like the Texas weather. If you don't like it now, wait five minutes and it'll go to something that's why different. we had to go with this format of because remember i wanted to do a history podcast mm-hmm. and then you were thinking more along the lines of of nerd podcast mm-hmm. and doing more of what we're into entertainment wise and we didn't want to pigeonhole ourselves and said how about we just leave it open to where whatever that week we want to talk about we're going to talk about mm-hmm. yep exactly and seems to have worked pretty well we never get bored yeah, and, you know, constantly have different stuff to talk about, different perspectives on things. We'll call each other at the beginning of the week and say, hey, man, I think I got a, I think I got a topic to start with. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And a lot of times we do have notes on things that we want to get to topic-wise, but most of it is just... Kind of loosey-goosey, just kind Coming of, off the top of our head, normal yeah. conversation. Yeah. I don't know how now, we do try to of... get our dates and facts yeah, correct. Yeah, because we definitely we don't want to put out misinformation. Yeah, exactly. So if there's anything we're talking about that, we do research it. Mm-hmm. Um... But I, I don't know how a lot of other people do theirs as far as like a format or how they set it up. It's got to be done a thousand um, different ways. It's got to yeah. be whatever works for you. Whatever works whatever for you. Works it's the for beauty you, of this is we're going to do whatever the hell we want. Like I said before, man. <laughs> I remember we did the sitting... first couple of episodes and some people were, oh, well, y'all use swear words on there. Like, yeah, it's my fucking show. Yeah. <laughs> Say what the fuck I want. I'm not going to hold back. We check the explicit box for a reason, because I want to talk real. We'll yeah. talk real to you folks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. But so. it's been a ball, man. And yeah, it's end of season one. Take mm-hmm. a couple weeks off. We got to go on uh, family vacations for the summer. Yep. Yep. Uh, Take the kids yeah, so other stuff. Yes. We want to thank everybody. We're not ending the episode yet, but I want to make sure and state this. Everybody out there listening, thank you all for going along this ride with us. Yeah, We're having a ball doing this. Yes. Yeah, so and we hope, hope to 
keep moving forward with this and yeah, we and look keep forward bringing to you guys, the entertainment. Look forward to uh, bringing you guys some more cool stuff. And like I said, we got a lot of plans for a lot of new different things that we're going to do, and hopefully those uh, are well received. Uh, I'm going to go for the ask now and say subscribe. Mm-hmm. So when we start season two, you get notified that we're firing it back up. Mm-hmm. And then we won't trouble y'all with that anymore. Try to stay away from that. <laughs> we don't like asking too much from everybody. Like we just no. Yeah, this is fun. I've had a couple of people tell me that one of their weekly routines is they'll sit on their back porch, crack open a beer, have a whiskey and coke, you know, something like that, and double listen, fist. And the what? Double fisting. Double fisting. Yeah, sure. Both them. Crack yeah. open a beer, have a whiskey and coke. Yeah, they're doing I both. got mine. Oh, yeah. And sit there and they'll listen to, you know, the, the this week's episode. I'm like, that is exactly, exactly yeah. what we're gunning for. Like, that's what we want. We're not trying to teach y'all how to rebuild an engine. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Talking no, about no. Scooby-Doo, goddammit. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Scooby-Doo, we're in a haunted dance studio. Mm-hmm. Want to do the thing? Let's do the thing. Okay, I think I got one for it. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Search Engine Results. Uh, for those of you joining us for the... 19th time? I think 19th. 19th? So 19. We're going to end on an odd note. Yeah. That's our style. Why not? A couple oddballs. Okay, I ask the all-powerful internet a question. Then I present Keith with three answers. He has to guess which one the internet deemed to be the correct answer. Are you ready to play, brother? As always. In honor of us being at the beautiful Beat Dance Factory. Built... The building that we're in was built in 1893. Mm-hmm. A lot of wacky stuff's gone on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In that same vein of haunted hotel, haunted mansion, haunted dance studio, why the hell not? Here's my question to you. In what year did the show Scooby-Doo debut? Oh. Okay. All right. Okay. A, 1966. B, 1971. Or C, 1969. Oh. I'll ask it again in the voice of Casey Kasem. Voice Shaggy, for those of you that don't know. The great Casey Kasem, voice Shaggy. Scooby-Doo debuted in what year? A, 1966. B, 1971. Or C, 1969. To be clear, you're doing Casey Kasem's voice. I'm not, doing not, a shit. <laughs> not Shaggy's voice. Casey. You're doing actual Casey Kasem's <laughs> voice. <laughs> like, A, 1966. <laughs> B, 1971, or C, 1969, for a Scooby snack. What's the correct answer? When did Ah. Scooby-Doo, where are you, debut? Ooh, rhyme, rhyme, rhyme. Rhyme time. You know, I I don't know the year. I do know that, yeah, it was was Search your feelings. You You know it to be true. (laughs) We're We're skipping genres here. No, everything is the force. That's true. I am one with the force. The force is with me. Uh, I do know that the that the first show actually only ran for one season. I do know that. Correct. Yeah, it only ran for one season. Hmm. Which is wild to think this many years later, and there's still reincarnations of the show coming out every oh, couple of years. Yeah. Later. Oh yeah. Well, it's kind of funny because I don't think any of them really run for a long period of time before mm-hmm. they do a new one. Oh. It's handed off. Hmm. Okay. So back to the question. Okay. All right. Sixty-six. Uh, Seventy-one. Or 69. I think I'm going to go 66. Final answer? Final answer. 
Nope. It was a summer love, 1969. Damn. I should have known it with all the flowers. All the leaves and are brown. Yeah. Man. 1969. Of, of all of the you, people talk about all the time, if you could have, you know, your, your dream vehicle. And they talk about it. Of course, a lot of people go with, you know, this, uh, this Ferrari, this whatever, blah, blah, blah. You know, us, the way we Mach think. Mach 5, Ecto 1. The best thing, the way we. <laughs> The way we always talk about it is if you could have one vehicle of some kind pop of culture. pop culture or whatever, you know, what would what would be your one vehicle? And it's Trans Am. You know, the, the Mystery Machine was always a top three for me. Gotta be. Uh, what would you say your top three pop culture vehicles? Pop culture vehicles? Oh, shit. It, it, it doesn't have to necessarily be in order, but uh, your, your top three vehicles that you would have. Bandits, Trans Am, Smoking the Bandit. Um, gotta have an Ecto one, Cadillac hearse. Um, and then the uh, Plymouth Fury from Christine. Oh, it's a hot car, okay. man. I, I, I since that's a real car, I don't know would that be considered pop culture. Uh, kit from Knight Rider. Okay, but <laughs> are you gonna have like the? If you got the car from Christine, are you actually going to get, like, the murder car? Is it haunted? Okay, let me take it back. <laughs> so you're here to let go with... take a step back. You're going to uh, go okay. with Kit from uh, Night Rider. Kit from Night Rider would be pretty cool. Okay, so Ecto-1. Uh, Bandit's Trans Am. Bandit's Trans Am. And your third... I guess Kit from Night Rider. I think those are good solid entries. I know there's one I'm missing. Something that's going to just... When we end this episode, I'm going to go, Ah, son of a bitch! I'm probably going to say it. You're going to say A-Team Van? <laughs> Mr. Machine, I already said... The DeLorean. Oh, son of a That's probably bitch. the one you're thinking. Man. And you went with Kit. I think I'd have to go Black Beauty. Green Hornet? Mm-hmm. Neither one of us said a Batmobile. You know, but if we went with, if we had Kit or Black Beauty, like, okay, it's not quite Batmobile, but uh, I could actually drive that down the road. When you watch Batmobiles <laughs> in real life, they look goofy as shit going yeah, down the road. They're like cumbersome and huge and can't make turns. Yeah. It's like... Yeah, so at least, like I said, R2, you could actually drive that down the road. Like, if I had to go pick up the groceries and then go fight crime, I could do it at the same time. Like, I gotta do it in an A-team the, van. Gotta do it before the ice cream melts. Like, stop the criminals. <laughs> <laughs> the A-team van would be another good one. <laughs> that would be a pretty The turtles one. van looking all stupid. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that would be a pretty sweet of course, the other one, and it took a lot for me not to say this one instead of Black Beauty, but Mach 5. Mach 5 would be pretty hot. From Speed Racer. Man, that open top, just you can't ever close it. I was kind of wondering that. I'm thinking, like, he's going Mach 5. five? No. <laughs> no, he's not he going go Mach, Mach five. 5. But he's going he's insanely far. fast in this with no cover on it, like, with no top. I was like, ah, I know he has his helmet, but Miles still, like, wow. Mm. Hmm. Kill Bill the Pussy Wagon? <laughs> I'm going to pull up to the school and pick the kid up in that? God. Like, oh, no. Oh, you're... you'd have to do it though when they were. You couldn't embarrass a little kid. It'd have to be like senior in high school. And then just be like, "Fucking dude, don't even come pick me up at school anymore." Unless in they just stupid van. Unless they just owned it. I'd be like, "It's not my van anymore, <laughs> baby cakes. It's yours, sweet sixteen. Here's there your you keys. go." <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. I hate you with all the fiber of my being. Why do you keep ruining my life? Because I'm your dad. That's what I do. I raised you. I took care mm-hmm. of you. I feed you, clothe you. Now I ruin your life. <laughs> it's a vicious cycle. <laughs> what was the Munsters car? The uh, not Dragula. Dragula was Herman's yeah race car. 
The monster coach. Yes. Yes, the monster yeah, coach. The coach. Yeah. Yeah, because it was kind of like the... Yeah. Yeah. It didn't look comfortable at all. No. <laughs> the Beverly Hillbillies car. <laughs> we got Granny up top roped in. The old truck. Oh. Yeah. Oh, un- uncomfortable cars. Flintstone mobile. Just parked out front. Can't move it. Not... Okay, I get it that they're pedaling with their feet. Uh, okay, whatever. You know, primitive. We're going to suspend. I'm also thinking like, how... How much reality like, does somebody have to get out there and push the thing just to get it started? Because Jesus, Mm-mm. Jesus, it's it's made no, of stone. Fred was stout. He was very stout. Wilma but was geez. no slouch either. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I got special feelings for Betty Rubble. Anyway, uh, hmm. the Mirthmobile from Wayne's World. <laughs> oh, but like it wouldn't even have like a CD or not CD player. It wouldn't even have like a like a cassette tape or anything. Track. It would literally just have a button you pushed it. And it would just be Bohemian Rhapsody. Dun, just dun, 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 on loop. I see a little, oh, man. Yeah, just on loop. Do you know how old that shit would get? Oh, they did that scene like 20 times or some crap. That's, that's why. That, I, yeah, why Mike Myers' neck is all yeah, thrown out. Yeah, you see both when, of them are like, it's like, it's like it hurts so wincing bad. in pain. Because they're like, dude, the first couple of takes, we went all out headbanging. And then after that, we were just like, we can't move anymore. You went too hard. You you couldn't drive the General Leo around now. No, 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 <laughs> no. You can't not, get away with that. Not uh, show accurate, generally. Yeah, what there. sucks is, well, of course, then again, I, I don't think you can actually find a authentic generally anymore anyway, because they crashed so many of them. Then to say that like there's so few left now, because like every every episode it was that you well s- over a hundred of them that they they said crashed. every episode that you saw the car get air, it was wrecked by the end of the episode. So I mean, yeah. I don't even know how many of them there still are. Mm-mm. How about anything from Wacky Racers? <laughs> <laughs> the Jetsons flying car. <laughs> if I get like, okay, I gotta trade it all three of my cool George cars for Jetson. one. I take that stupid Jetsons bubble car where I'm just like, bye everybody. <laughs> it wouldn't be pretty sweet. He's gone. Yeah, he just it flies up in a briefcase too. That's true. Yes, it folded back you in. You know what? That might There's be no the storage in the damn thing, but... That still might be the greatest of them all, though. Because, I mean, what other than some of the wacky racers and His the DeLorean, Elroy. you know, later generation of the DeLorean in Back to the Future, uh, none of the other ones we said flew. The spaceship Winnebago from Spaceballs. <gasps> yes. <laughs> yes. That would be a sweet one. Lone Star's vehicle. I know I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go obscure. I'm gonna go obscure for a second. How are we more obscure than that? Okay, go. Sorry. The rust bucket from Ben Ten. Never watched Ben Ten. The grandfather had a old Winnebago that just looked like a piece of crap, but actually came out because uh, the whole thing was it was an alien uh, watch connected to the kid, and he could turn an alien and stuff like that. Blah blah. Short story is the grandfather at first it seemed like he had no idea about any of this stuff because he was supposed to be a plumber his whole life and come to find out that his Winnebago was retrofitted with all the space technology and by plumber it was actually they were the ones that took care of like all the alien force stuff and everything so his Winnebago was made to look like made to look like crap was actually tricked out with all this like crazy alien tech interesting interesting so, yeah, the rest book it. <laughs> you know, the station wagon from uh, National Lampoon's, the mm-hmm. Griswold station wagon, they made it uglier. Yeah, purposely. It didn't come out like yeah, that. I'd heard they, that, they yes. Ma- yes. they painted it and made it uglier. 
than the original car was. <laughs> Roll them up. <laughs> Interesting. Oh, uh, we've kind of straight off the subject of Scooby-Doo, but back to... Let me add one little tidbit that I found out. Was that... It's not a factoid. Cause it's not a fact. It's more of just everybody kind of agrees that Shaggy was actually one of the first pop culture abusers of the word like. Okay. Well, because didn't mainstream they, characters that when they wrote it, didn't they say they're like, "Hey, we're going to make these characters as young." Okay, it was it was adults. Uh, I'm assuming middle aged men writing the story, writing the story for that was supposed to be teenage kids in the '60s, 1969. How they acted and whatever, so they just made this like stereotype of the perfect like. Here's this guy that's like, 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 like. Every other word, like, you know, like. That place filler word that annoys the shit out of everybody. Mm. Hell, we're guilty of it now. Oh, yeah. We still try to reel that in, oh, but yeah. it's ingrained. Who was yeah. it? Uh, Rogan did that uh, one interview with the guy, and he was like, if you say like one more time, I'm literally going to explode. <laughs> or whatever it was. Yes. Them people, they, it is such an annoying word. It really is. It's a place filler <laughs> in your head. Mm-hmm. To let your brain catch up to whatever you're trying to think of. Yes. Hmm? I believe that. Same thing as, uh. Well, uh. You can't stand at a subway counter without going, uh, try it. Yeah. I dare you. I double dog dare you to order your subway sandwich without saying, uh, one time. <laughs> Everybody is gold blooming at the counter at subway. Uh, uh. uh. Yeah. How, how does Goldbloom get away with it? Like everybody else. He owns that not- speech pattern. Everybody else gets knocked for it, but he can just totally... Because he's so fucking cool, he can get away with it. <sighs> yeah. And, uh, and um, there you have it. Okay. There it is. Yeah. Right there. Package it, he slapped it on a lunchbox, and uh, there it is. What was that? I, I said that one time about Jeff Goldblum seems like that guy. Like, if so if I walked in... like. If I, if I walked in, yes, I did. If I walked into a cult, and Jeff Goldblum was leading it, mm-hmm. I think I would probably end up going... Eh, I'll stick around for a while. Why not? See what's up. What else do you have to say, Mr. Goldblum? Because <laughs> I'm all ears. Yeah. Yes, he's piqued my interest. Should we start a Goldblum cult? <laughs> I bet there probably is one. I bet there probably is one, dude. I bet there probably is one. <laughs> Think about like his repertoire of Praise movies. Praise be this to the Goldblum on high. The yeah. all-knowing one. Why is that watermelon there? I was going to say, he's one of the few uh, people that actually was an honorary member of the Hong Kong Cavaliers. Yes. From Buckaroo Banzai. Yeah. yeah. Hence the watermelon reference, yeah. too. Well, there you go. Why is that yeah. watermelon there? All right, man. So I think we've spun off a couple times on this one. <laughs> you know what? We're not shocking anybody. No. That we went Nothing left new. Nothing new. Like we said earlier, we're having our conversations. It's our national conversations. Uh, hopefully everybody finds it. Okay, obviously, if, if you've listened to this many episodes. If you've gone this far, deep in. You're, down you're the, on board. You're down the rabbit hole. You're as man. random as we are. Yep, yep. And that's the, that's the goal, man. Just to... Uh, Give you some stuff that's hopefully entertaining. Maybe, maybe, maybe make you think a little bit. Um, Bounce around your noodle. Yeah, yeah. Just have fun with it. Hey, thank y'all for joining us on this season one voyage. Yes, yes. Thank you guys so much. We, we really gotta appreciate take it. a little break to do some family stuff this summer. We're family men. 
we will as come back. As far as random men, we're random family men. We will come back stronger, I promise. Uh, so please, everybody, like I said, yeah, subscribe or something like that. So that way you get that uh, notification whenever we come back. Because I promise you, if you've liked what we've done so far, you're going to love what we what we got planned. I promise. I'm glad you're so confident, brother. <laughs> I'm always a little leery. Every time we sit down, I'm going, hey, who knows where the hell this is going to go? Yeah, we never know what's going to happen, but, you know. We, we, yeah, it's always a good time. Yeah, I've never yeah. had a bad time with you at the table. Yeah. How about I that? I agree. I agree with you. Yeah. I agree with you. So, hey, until next. What? what, let, what me uh, do, let me do the outro this time. Cool. For everybody out there in listener land, thank you so much for joining us. I'm Keith. And I'm Kenneth. Be cool, Scooby-Doo. Mm-hmm.